Okay, friends. I like your uh, your test. Boom. Boom. I like that better than test the mic. Boom. Ooh. So you guys, we just we just set up a new computer um, because I got a new computer from work and. I was like, let's do a podcast. And I got here, I'm like, I got to install everything, <laughs> which was a bummer. <laughs> Way to go. Um, hey, what's the response to our Lucas one? That was uh, fun. Well, I don't know. Lots of people are listening. Lots of people. Yeah, we had a good time. I had a guy uh, call me that was, uh, he was, he worked for me, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago. And he's like, hey, I just saw on social media that you had a podcast and listened to it. And then I thought I should call you. So that was kind of fun. That's great. Yeah. What, what, I've had lots of, uh, of encounters from my past recently. Um, I don't know if that's related. Our past is getting bigger than our future, so that, <laughs> that, that seems like it would Speak be... Speak for yourself. Yes. <laughs> At 50, we've had a lot of past. We have. We have. I had yesterday... So my son... Um, so my brother was dropping off his kid at my alma mater, BYU. Go, BYU. And uh, I get this text from an old friend. That's standing next to my brother. Like, I guess my brother saw my old friend from college across the way and was like, hey, old friend from college. Oh, your so, brother knew your old friend? Yeah, yeah. Because, oh, okay, you know, cool. we went to college at the same time, and so we overlapped oh, okay. a little bit. We weren't Got in the it. same apartment or anything, but we were, you know, there, yeah. we crossed paths. So, I, actually, some of you are listening know who this is. So, my, my brother Greg encountered my friend JD, who's an old roommate and a good friend. And so they sent me a picture. That was fun. Is he a listener? I don't think he is. Oh, no. Well, I think I think, I think that uh, he, he misses his shout honestly, out. Honestly, I don't Too think bad he's for ready. You, JD. I don't think he's ready. He's not ready for this kind <laughs> no, of he's not entertainment. It's kind, of, kind of vigorous. His his brain would explode. <laughs> <laughs> My brain almost the, uh, explodes. <laughs> um I love to have you have like the most up to date, fastest, coolest laptop, but your phone is like five generations away from new. My phone, dude, just because it has a, a dreary and <laughs> broken down cover. If you take this cover off, this phone looks, looks like a work of art. <laughs> Look at it. Look at it. It is. Why, it's what a work of art. What version is this? Of? It's an iPhone 10. And really? it's funny because I uh, I still think of iPhone 10 as the hotness. And it really is like three or four generations old now. Yeah, yeah. They're about to come out with 14 next month. <laughs> But what's a cooler number, 10 or 14? Also, they write it with an X. So They did. That was cool. <laughs> that was that cool. Was cool. <laughs> There's nothing about Apple that they know how to brand their stuff most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. They do good. I like Apple. Dude, uh, so I, had many, to, okay, I had to so erase my I, computer. I though. feel like in the last podcast, there's just a million things that we just glanced on and we didn't even, we didn't even get to go deep on. There's a couple of partisan politics things that are happening. We've got to figure out how to talk about them and still be cheerful and positive. And nonpartisan. And nonpartisan. But how do you be partisan in a nonpartisan way? I don't understand. I don't how know. do you be how do you be nonpartisan with things that are partisan? So here's the thing is something that's both partisan and intentionally nonpartisan that's happening. That I'm kind of excited about. Well, I shouldn't say that. I'm theoretically interested in, not okay. kind of excited about. So shoot at me. So CNN got tired of being just a, a, a worse version of MSNBC. So, right. so we have two two networks that are that tilt, right? Right. We have MSNBC, which is just one thousand percent leftist ideas, right? right? Right. Then we have Fox News, which is about sixty percent conservative ideas. Right. Right. So we have these these two networks that are that are kind of on the polls, and then we have CNN. Now, th- CNN's story was that they were like, "We're just the news, man. We're not we're not here to be partisan either way." Right. And then somewhere along the way, they got tired of just getting beat by everyone. By everyone, and so they started being a, a leftist outlet. And the, you know, the, Brian Stelter's out there doing his thing, and you have Don Lemon crying all the time. And is he, like Don Lemon's still there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, he's terrible. 
And then you had, honestly, this is the one I just straight don't get. I don't get how you could listen to Cuomo. He's just dumb. He was terrible. Dumb as a bag of hammers. And I, <laughs> but, well, hey, well, I will give him. The thing he got fired over was the one um, kind of entertaining part of his thing. <laughs> I mean, because he would get his brother on, and they would kind of jive just, at each they other. Would just high five each other. Yeah, it was kind of uh, funny, but but amazing. at the same time, it was you know obviously he the, was yeah that was the one watchable part of his show, right? Yeah. Well, anyway, so but 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 they got so that comp- that network has been sold again, and the new network ownership was like, hey man, let's make this into a news channel that people actually trust at all right. anymore. So they're starting to fire a bunch of their partisan people. Um, and uh, but the person that's in charge. So this is where it gets weird. So theora- and then theoretically they want to get back to doing center news, right? Right. I've heard two things about this that are that are funny. One, the person that they put in charge was the former executive producer of the Colbert Show. <laughs> so weird. so in the Colbert Show was weird because they did the exact opposite. They took something that was centrist, which was nighttime comedy, inter- comedy and they made it into a hard hard Life. leftist platform, yeah. right? So now he's being tasked with doing the opposite. He's he's taking something that's Wait, hard left. Colbert is that the one where he pretended to be conservative and make fun of the conservatives? Well, that's what he did when he was on the Steve Colbert. That's right? what he did on the on the Comedy Central right. Network. Well, so but he's, he's a, a but he's for more the net late night one. Yeah, but he's Col- Colbert has taken over. I think I think it's uh, Leno. No, no Letterman uh, spot. Letterman. I think. Yeah. yeah. So so they took uh, that that normally centrist platform and made it. And I thought actually Colbert had centrism in him. I was wrong. I thought he had it in him because you know he himself is a church-going guy who's a family man and is all this he? other stuff. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah. Not good. So I thought he had it in him, but then they just went. Then they just went full Trump hate all the time, and I was like, well, I guess not. So anyway, so that guy is the guy that's supposedly going to take the network and make a centrist. And so the firings have been fun, but the but then a, a conservative uh, pundit that I follow, uh, Hugh Hewitt, actually said, he's like, yeah, yeah, but that's. That's not how you make the network centrist. You make the network centrist by hiring people of varying political persuasions to to talk about ideas. Yeah, left, and right, so he's whatever. Like, so he's like, these firings, though entertaining, are not meaningful yet. He's like, hirings will be meaningful. Let's see how that goes. And so that's that's kind of a I don't know. I'm interested. Basically, if I knew for sure that I could turn on the CNN, and they would be like, this thing is happening in the news. Some people think it means this. Other people think it means that. I would watch that show. <laughs> well, it's interesting because show. Well, they have like that guy, uh, the Axe Files. Have you seen this? Is one of their shows? Uh huh. With David Axelrod. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so that's interesting to me because he's he's like, you know, he was the architect, so to speak, for both Obama wins. Yeah. That's interesting because he's inside politics, right? He knows how to do yeah. this, and he knows the to idea do that. of a leftist talking about leftist things from the perspective of a leftist and confessing his bias is fine. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. But the idea of them being like, "This is hard hitting news," and the hard hitting news yeah. is, <laughs> it's just like, well, the Cuomo show was like, "Oh, we're we we just tell the truth," but it's they? so weird. Yeah. Anyway, so that's fun. I mean, that that's fu- it's fun to see um, some of the hacks get canned, but it's but it'll be fun if they actually make a news. Sh- channel that's worth watching there, there's one guy and i'm trying to remember his name but i thought he was cnn and he uh he's so arrogant and talks down to people and has this kind of consistent scowl on his face all the time i want to see say he did. oh yeah jake, jake tapper tapper jake tapper he actually i had, hate him he had great promise as a centrist before he went to cnn and cnn is he at the cnn him. yeah he is I, I, it's really sad because he was actually a reporter that could could honestly write a piece 
about the conservative right where I'd be like, oh, yeah, that sounds all right. But but he's just one of those people that just got broken by Trump. Like the idea that someone could be um, that audacious <laughs> and, and, still get, and still he get He got votes. broken by Trump. He literally got he just broken by Trump. He's just straight He broken. was terrible. I hate him. He's yeah. so arrogant and so mean and so terrible. I don't understand how, like, you know how they talk about, like, oh, the, the, they have camera presence? There's a few of those people that, that I don't get. Who's the chubby guy that just got... Um, Stelter. Brian Stelter. He was terrible. No, he was terrible. That, but he is, but I figured I found out why. I read an article about him getting canned at CNN, and I found out why. He, he actually... Um, is an inside the beltway favorite. Like he's like a bubble favorite. Like reporters like him and watch his stuff and think he's great. Oh really? Yeah. So so someone the article I read was like, hey, don't get too excited about this him getting canned because people love his crap. Um, the reporters love his crap. So he's gonna get rehired. Well, it's and interesting because I, I used to watch that because I don't know a regular person who likes his crap. Have you, know you watched I mean? Rachel Maddow? I mean. Not on purpose. Okay, so she's not <laughs> terrible. She's actually good at the show. I don't agree with her position. No, no, she's good at the show. She's good at the show. And in fact, like, yeah. In but fact. that's but the weird part is like, okay, I get her, and, and her show is actually good at the show. If that makes sense, I can have yeah. respect for that. I don't, I don't agree with her opinion. No, uh, like I, I heard someone make fun of it though once. That it said that it's just a poor man's daily show. Like she, like her. Her long pauses and her chagrined faces are really just trying to do a version of The Daily Show. Yeah, but the Daily was pretty funny. The Daily Show was pretty good, right? It was <laughs> yeah, very yeah, far show. left, uh, but but show, it good. Was great. It, they did a good comedy. But okay, so her shtick still worked, yeah. and her ratings weren't terrible. Stelter was terrible. Tapper is terrible. Wolf Blitzer's not bad. I mean, he's very just kind of like a historically. He's histori- a little bit. He's a little bit daft. He just goes wherever the wind blows. Yeah, but I don't care about that stuff. I don't. To me, it's like, but but he has a good camera presence. He has, you know, he's, he's kind yeah. of a trustworthy kind of situation. Who else I like uh, over there is uh um uh who's the guy who just can't went over from Fox? Oh, uh, is it Walters? Chris? No, um, I know you're talking about Chris. I'm not a fan of him, but I don't. I I think he actually has a decent show. I liked his show when he was on when he was on Fox. Well, and it's it's not terrible. He's the over there son either. of the guy that was the sixty minutes guy, Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace. He's yeah. not terrible, but it's weird how they I haven't have... seen him on on CNN. I know you. He, I, I liked him on Fox. I've decided though that the old he also got broken by Trump. So a lot of people just resented the idea because Trump, in addition to um, hating on uh, on leftists, he actually made fun of of institutions that a lot of people in Washington value. Like he made fun of the press yeah, and true. he made fun of, he made fun of uh, leftism. And they, there's one thing that about being ignored. It's another thing to be just be clowned. And he got be clowned and he just did not like it. So he, he kind of got broken by Trump. Are too. the, are the traditional anchors ever coming back? Well, it's just funny. Can you name them? They're, they still exist. There's a, there's no. an ABC, CBS and NBC anchor right now. Do you know who they are? No. I mean, so like literally, it, do you what, know who they it, are? No, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I know who they are. Like David Muir is uh, ABC, and he's like this really smug European feeling guy. Like he has this weird shaped face and these big ears, and he just thinks he's the crap man. And he is—he's actually winning. Um, then, um, God, what's her name? Blonde. There's a bottle blonde from who came up in. Uh, who came up in 60 Minutes Diane on CBS? Sawyer? No. Um, she's in like a. She's in a. I can't remember her name. Anyway, there's a blonde woman who anchor, 
Oh, gosh. Her name just flicked through my mind, and then it's gone again. So Brokaw, of course, is not around, right? Who's the black guy? Uh, he he is anchoring for a long time. I don't know if he's still anchoring. Didn't he have a problem, right? I don't know. Point. I think maybe he's sick or something. Is that what you're saying? Anyway, so to answer your question, is the idea of a shared news show Shut. that tells the truth that everyone agrees on coming back? I don't. I don't know how it can. I don't know how it can. I mean, I think there has to be a catastrophe and and a reason why everyone is going to consolidate around a single source of news. Because because right now, great example. Right now, there is a there is a thing happening that that in the old news regime would be a single point of view and in the new news regime is like we, like half the country disagrees on and you were, you you wanted to talk about it oh yeah so i don't get this Mar- mar-a-lago thing the more i read the more i say what is here i don't get it yeah because, so, because if I'm they're on, if saying I'm on the left, so if I'm okay on the left, hold on let me let me try to in the best way possible Go break this down and tell me how I'm partisan here because I don't get this. But here, here's the deal. Okay. Well, based on what we know, the allegations are that he had something like 500 documents stored inappropriately that based on the archive rules or laws of the presidential archive, that those should have been stored in a separate way. Okay. Is that right? I, I don't know. Because the minute... <laughs> no, 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 no. Because literally the minute I found out what, what the raid was about... I immediately decided, right or wrong, that that does not rise to the level of invading a former president's house, period. And unless he's got, you got pictures of him selling it to some sworn enemy of the United States, that this is partisan, period. That's what I decided. Okay, and, so, and by the way, so did 60% of America. <laughs> so here's what I don't understand. Okay. Uh, so literally, I, I, I don't read more. I'm like, doc, Documents? Like, are you documents that were stored, that were even locked up? Documents, like that's as far as I. Yeah, got. but I'm they're like, insinuating wow. like the idea that he's not allowed to even know these things. I'm like, well, once you become the president, nothing is low, no long. It's nothing well, is top the, secret. You're the, ex- you're you're the, the guy. top of the executive branch of the government. You get to know all the secrets, right? And not only that, you can make a secret a non-secret at any time you want to. It's not a law. You just say this is no longer classified. Uh, I can that, change. That it. all makes great sense to me. But I so I don't understand. And when you leave office, you don't leave your you don't leave your security clearance. You may leave your uh, you may leave the most points out the fallacy of the systemic people. So in my opinion, there's people that are people that believe in systems above people, and then there's people that believe in people, right? So systemic people are like, no, no, no. There's a system, and the system says you have to declassify it in a certain way, and the system says this, and the system says that. And to which I say, guys. That system was built to support the people. The people get voted in by us. They run things. They run things. <laughs> like that's how well, it works. Okay, so okay, so let me play devil's advocate here. What's okay. the difference between Hillary Clinton uh, 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 running a server right that was inappropriately connected to the internet with classified documents on it? Is there a difference? Okay, so let's think. Let, let me think that through. Yes. She wasn't the president of the United States, and they all went through a training saying, don't build a server like this, and she did it, in my opinion, as clear, an employee, clearly with the objective of hiding things from the Freedom of Information Act. She was trying to subvert all that stuff. Okay, so here's the deal, and this is interesting because they say that Trump was the highest partisan 
you know, most polarizing, blah, 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 right? But at the end of the day, he did not prosecute or go after her after he became in office. By and the he way, said he would. No, by the way, I, I want to clarify. Well, he kind of said he would. I, I, because I, I think he asked. They, they, they would he, chant, lock her up. I think that, I think that he asked the, the attorney generals to look into it, and I think that they did and didn't. Didn't, didn't rise to the level. I, I want to say this though about about the Hillary thing. To your to your point, in fairness, if what she had done that she did um, accidentally because technology is hard, I would not actually think that 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 should be criminally prosecuted beyond uh, you know a written whatever, yeah, reprimand, or, or a reprimand or a fine or something like that. Uh, but because I'm almost positive. Just because, just because I feel like I know the Clintons, not because I feel like I know Hillary personally. Just based on their track record, I, I believe that she did it to deliberately subvert okay, the freedom I, of information. I don't act. disagree she with you. She deleted 30,000 emails. Okay, but dude. I don't disagree with you. But here's, my, here's, our, here's our current dilemma that you and I kind of face all the time. Right. And that is that we really, really have – we are theoretical politicians. We like, we like the ideas of um, – ideas right okay. so the question is is there merit to the idea is there merit to the and we ask the question also all the time is should it be done uh, a right. good example of that is is a good idea for everybody to cover it under me medicine the answer is yeah it's kind of a cool idea yeah everybody should have some kind of health coverage is it a good idea for the government to do that well the answer is no that's a bad idea because right. the government doing things like that generally will lead to some kind of catastrophe and, e and it does gra either graft or massive overspending or right. just but so that's, many things. For us, that's a theoretical idea that comes down to the, the, the principles of good government. It has nothing to do with, oh, Democrats want it and Republicans don't. And when the Republicans were pitching the idea, I didn't really like it then either. No, I was super concerned when we expanded our right. safety so, so, we're, so that's kind of an interesting... Uh, so we have a problem. Our problem is this. We are saying out of one side of our mouth that the Clintons, yeah. based on what we know about the Clintons or what we believe about the Clintons, that they're dirty. Yeah, which is what everyone believes. About Trump. About Trump. Okay, so then it's a non-starter. <laughs> so, so somebody told me yesterday, like, hey, but you wait, know. But wait, he was president and is, as president is the highest law enforcement officer in the land and as such gets to declassify stuff. She was not president Correct. and does not get to do that. Correct. So that's, that's one, dist that's one that's actual a distinction. And, and to me, we can talk about that, but we can't talk about the idea that, that what I know about the Clintons. Oh, what I know Clintons. Oh, that's Be fair. Because I we, think that's fair. Because we don't really know that much. There's a lot of like no, that's, smoke that's there, fair. but do we know the fire? Probably not. Will we find out someday? I don't know. Never. I kind of don't We're never going to find out. <laughs> I, don't. I just love this idea that people think that Bill Clinton got caught and stopped his behavior. <laughs> like, does anyone believe that Bill Clinton's not still philandering at this moment, in this very moment somewhere in the world? Yeah, but I, I almost don't care about that either <laughs> no, because no, no, that's, that's to, to me, whether, whether or not— Okay, so I don't get to judge Hillary based on her, um, her, on her, my imagined motives for her. Correct. Agreed. So then I just get to judge it based on whether or not she broke the law and whether or not she was aware she broke the law. Right. I think in her case, because like they have onboarding, man, it's like, don't do this. And then they did it. Like, I feel like they knew that they broke the law. But so why was she never prosecuted? I, mm, they investigated it and they concluded that she didn't knowingly break the so law. That, that was, that was, that was what, 
they did. They didn't say intent. she didn't break the law. Right. The intent. But so, they're like, she didn't have the intent to break so the law. In that circumstance. So here's our problem. In that, and maybe this goes it, to the bigger it, question of the breaking down of, of of these institutions you keep talking about. Yeah. In that case, we just we're we're saying okay, she got investigated. The FBI investigator, the AG looked at it, and at the end of the day, there was nothing there. And we're accepting that. But yeah. then we're accept. Then on the flip side, we're looking at Mar-a-Lago saying, what the crap? The FBI and the AG are in on this. What's going on? Is it partisan or is it not partisan? So here's my evidence that it's partisan. Just FYI. <laughs> I saw one picture <laughs> that was taken from the ocean off of Mar-a-Lago. Oh, I remember you telling me this. Over the shoulder of a guy holding like a submachine gun in a raft. Right. Now, maybe that was the Secret Service guy. So maybe I'm wrong to worry about this. But if that was actually an FBI guy, if that was actually an <laughs> FBI guy, then you can't tell me that this wasn't a partisan raid. Right, because what's he going to do? What's Trump going to do? Trump going to run grab out a box? Of, he's he's going to grab a box. And swim out? <laughs> run out into the ocean, get on a jet ski, and jet ski away while the guy with the submachine gun chases him over the waves. Yeah, good point. So the idea that they did that, if, that's a, if that picture was actually real, <laughs> the idea that they did that is like, first of all, he's not there. So let's talk, he wasn't in the he wasn't in the house. The idea that they did that, guns guns drawn, is unreal. Okay, this is so, unreal. It means okay. like this is just a crazy crazy partisan. If he was, thing. did they plan it while he wasn't they in the did. house? They so pla- they planned it while he wasn't okay, in the house. So interesting issue, right? If you're the Secret Service, your job is to protect the president, and there's a governmental agency coming at you. What happened? I have no idea. If you're not in the house, I have no obviously idea. you get to come in. But I feel if, like what if he was in the house and they're coming in? It's with It's gonna guns? be like that Red Tide movie with Denzel Washington. Dude, is that not a <laughs> is that not like a curious standoff? No, dude, that'd be amazing. That'd be an amazing book to read. Like, what do you do? Like, who, what do you? Who do? shoots who? Who shoots who? Who wins? And who does the Secret Service? Are they like my protectee? Is my protectee? And they're the president? I don't. I, I don't. Wow, that's really fascinating. Like, oh, if they, so, if that's true, I bet you there is some kind of weird conflict there, and I bet you to avoid that conflict, they chimed it so that he wouldn't be there. Well, they timed, he well, they timed it so he wouldn't be there. I mean, that's not. I was actually in the press release. I think so. They knew he was in 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 the Northeast, and so he went. Anyway, there's a couple of funny so look, things look, about it. Did you hear about like look, oh, this? Is, this is what I I did. What a few other conservative pundits that I read did, which was, you have two days. To explain to the world why this is not a partisan act. And in two days, they were Nothing. still just twiddling their thumbs, being like, well, I don't know. Yeah. He had some stuff, highest, like really, really secret stuff. Like, but you didn't say whether he's what, allowed to have t- it. Like, tell, well, you didn't, like, what could it be? Like, are you saying that he's giving it to people? What are you saying? Because even if he has the stuff, by the way, even if he has the stuff, if he's not giving it to people, what the H are we talking about? Like, I have no idea. You know what I mean? But it's the archives place that is... So what? He is the no, president. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is all over the law of archiving things like, ar- for, the, for the president. Archiving for the history of the country. I don't but know. But that's, that's, so, that's what it's all about. So, like, the idea that you don't know... So, like, I, another thing I've heard said all the time is... And I think this is pretty accurate. I think this... I, I would say that I would defend this. Whenever Trump gets called a hysterical, crazy lunatic on the right, the response from the left is never steady centrism. It's always to out crazy him. And I th- <laughs> and and the, the idea that like they're still mad about lock her up at his at his rally. His rallies, they're yeah. still mad about it. Well, they're still- and so then their response was to actually try and lock up the former president. Like, do you want a civil war? Are you out of your freaking minds? 
Like, do you think that that's going to go good? Well, like, not o- not only that. <laughs> the uh, again, not being trying not to be partisan and trying to be as as fair, fair as minded. fair as possible, fair minded as possible. And by the way, I am not such a fanboy of Donald Trump that I can't think that he's bad in some way or that I think he did bo- bad bad things. Right? In fact, no, I we've all heard that. We all heard that sexist quote. That's horrible, right? Yeah, but even that that doesn't bother me as much as uh, some of the other things that he did as a policy point of view. Because okay. to me, policy right. lives longer. So you're willing to say where he's where he's wrong? Uh, very much so. And so here here's the uh, the weird part to me is. Why are they resurrecting his mantra of you? You talked about lock her up. Well, the other thing that they constantly said at his rallies was drain the swamp. Well, that was kind of a dead issue when COVID came around. He didn't talk about that anymore in his at rallies. Now they've resurrected it because the swamp's after him. I don't see the political. Well, look, I I read a lot of people that fully agree with you. Like I read a lot of actually leftists that say, did the FBI just reelect Donald Trump? Because they really feel like. This is just obvious. This is just so ham-fisted and obvious. By the way, I don't know where that phrase comes from, but it's amazing. Just the idea of, the, swamp. Uh, the idea of having two hands that are just hams, you know? <laughs> just ham-fisted, right? Ham-fisted. Or is it or is it that you're holding a ham bone in each hand and you like can swing them? Like, I don't know. For some reason I'm seeing like the Looney Tunes guys and each one has a hand their hand turns into a ham hock. Yeah, yeah. And they the, hit each other. <laughs> ham-fisted. Okay. Well, there you go. So I don't know why they would do something so ham-fisted, except, except, which has been true so far in the other things that they've done, which is that they're just not good at this, that maybe the 20-year-olds are in charge. Like, I have no idea how but you could be so daft. just not good at this. They won the last election. However <laughs> it happened, it still happened. I don't Can know. Can they do that same strategy again where they lock up Biden in a basement? Or is this a strategy from both sides? Lock both of them in a basement and let the proxies well, take it over? To me, it's clearly timed to try and get the Trump haters who who turned out in the last election to <coughs> get energized and turn out in this coming election. You think that's it? Oh, 100%. So I know you've told me that a couple I, times, I, and it I just doesn't ring even, for me. I, I don't just, think it's even close. I just oh, look I at it as so I don't stupid. Think that, I don't think that they're right that that's going to get their the haters to turn out. But look, let's just look back a month ago. A month ago, they could say, we've passed no meaningful legislation since the first two months of our presidency. Right. We've done nothing to to successfully prosecute Donald Trump, which, which you thought we were going to do. Right. right. And we're not doing anything on student loans. And oh, wait. Okay, so don't do that because you just did this to me and no. I'm going to – I have to go there. Yeah, well, well, let, well okay, let me we'll just finish, finish the thought. The thought, is, loans. the thought is, boom, we've, we've teed up. We've, now we've passed the, our, our nonsense inflation re, re, creation right. Build act. back better, but no <laughs> Build inflation. Build back nonsense. Yeah. Okay? And now we've got, we've got Trump cornered on the ropes. And, oh, by the way, we're going to give you a truckload of money because we're going to give you student loan money. Okay, right. so, so I now, read now an article it. this morning that talks about what they're going to do. Related to the election. Well, okay, I don't disagree with you. So does that slow it down? Does it slow the wave? Slow the red wave? Is there a they red say, wave? That's what they say. You think it's going to work? I I don't think we've ever had an election in my life, in my adult lifetime, where people were paying six bucks for gas. So do I, do I think it's going to work? Nah. Well, I mean, but are, gas prices have are, come down. Are we going to forget that gas prices used to be two twenty five where, where we live, and now they're the, five sixty nine? Did you hear the energy secretary the other day? She said, well, really, gas prices coming down right now are a really good thing. But once China opens from COVID, that demand is going to go up and the prices are going to go back up. Yeah. So basically what she's saying is China's still shut down, which is a terrible thing for our economy in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah. 
But oh, this is so crazy. Okay, wait, go back to student loans. Student oh, loan debt. So okay, uh, student loan supposedly debt. today, for those of you listening, supposedly today they're going to cancel up to ten thousand dollars of student loan debt for people that are making less than one hundred twenty-five grand. Okay, so is this an announcement of legislation, or it's a cross of the pen and that he's allowed to do? I think he's do? just going to give away money. How do you do that if you're the president? I don't know. I, I I'm not saying that to be cute. I literally don't know how you can just do that. It's got to be an it's got to be an announcement of legislation. It's got to be. I don't I don't think it is. I think it's an executive order. How does that work? <laughs> I don't know, but I would like an executive order for a breakfast burrito. That's what I would like. I would like it to magically appear on my table in a moment's time. For those of you who can't see me, I'm literally gobsmacked. I cannot gobsmacked. I cannot understand this I at all. I, it is so bizarre to know. me. It's really weird. I mean, look, the, the, and fe- if the federal is about- government consolidated student loans a few years back. When they did it, cynics like me were like, oh, wait, they're just teeing this up to start nationalizing higher education. Like, you don't consolidate the source of funding for higher education unless you want to consolidate the idea of higher education. And, and I'm like, that's all this is. And then this is phase two. Phase two is we're going to give you a little bit of money. And then I don't know. Okay, before so the presidential election, they give everybody all the money. On those on those same lines. Okay? Yeah. On those same lines, the Feds or the Federal, not the Federal Reserve, but the uh, Fannie, the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, right, yeah. are federal programs. Yes. That buy loans. Yes. To consolidate home debt. Yep. Backed up by real estate. Uh huh. Okay. On the same idea of forgiving student debt, couldn't they? Just announced that we're forgiving home debt. Yep, this is this is socialism, man. This is how it happens. Come on, you're not very. You're not. You're, I, I want to hear something else. No, tell me something different. Okay, well, I, here's here's what I'm gonna tell you. Okay, because what you just said is crazy. I think we I think we use all of our all of our politics juice. I think our listeners are like, I come here for the laughs, friends. So well, what's, well, so then, what's funny? Here's the laugh. <laughs> you see the orange man running out of back of Mar-a-Lago, diving into the ocean, and he's getting <laughs> shot a, by some FBI guy. He says, dude, Trump, "Give that box back." Trump on a jet ski with 500 documents <laughs> of the most crazy. What if it's not even? What if it's not nuclear secrets? What if it's just like it's not? Here's who shot Kennedy. Here's what happened at Area yeah. 51. What yeah. if it's all the cool stuff? And he's gonna like write a book about it, dude. He's like he's got photos of the Mar. Here's the secret uh, base that we have built on the moon. Here's right. <laughs> on that, it's not on the surface of the moon. Here we actually the, drilled. Here are the plans to uh, deactivate Elon Musk, who's actually a robot. Like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? Okay, we haven't talked about this because since we were all excited that he was going to buy Twitter, he is now not buying Twitter. Yeah. Right. But I don't think so. I think he's just suing to get the information. I, I agree with still, you. I, I agree Twitter, with you but. because you know, in my business, a lot of times someone will get into contract in a for a building and then do lots of inspections on the building and find lots of things wrong with it and then ask for a big discount. Yeah, that's the truth I mean, is I they just wanted a hundred thousand dollars. What off. is due diligence if not that? Okay, so <laughs> here's the deal, right? Twitter has got. I'm going to buy it for forty four million dollars. Based on the current uh, subscribership that is on the the you know on your platform, and they're like, yeah, cool. And by the way, we have an error rate of what? What they say, two percent? 
Meaning uh, five. Five percent. Okay. They have a bot rate of five percent. So we're a plus or minus five percent on the bots, right? So so really we have ninety-five percent are ninety-five percent of this number are real. Yeah. The rest of the five percent may maybe we don't really know are bots, right? Yeah. So he does his due diligence while he's going through this and he says, Whoa, wait a minute. This is way more bots than we think it is, based on this and this and this. We need to know more information. So they're like, pound sand, we're not gonna give you the information. Yeah. And then Elon Musk is pound sand, I'm not buying it. And so they say, I saw a meme, it was really funny. They said I couldn't buy it. They said they wouldn't sell. And now they're saying they have to force me to to buy it, right? (laughs) Because at the end of the day, they know that they're walking around with a butt full of money. Yeah. Or say, sorry, bucket full of money. Bucket full. That's not real, right? Because they're like, okay, so it's really worth $34 billion. Can we talk about what you just said for a second? For a long time, the word boatload was a word you'd use a boatload of yeah, money true um and then somewhere along the way it became a buttload of money <laughs> yeah. and it, what does that this exactly doesn't mean? Like, make a lot of sense we're not gonna think that through right no no no, no. that doesn't make a lot of sense <laughs> it's not a safe one to think through painful yeah i don't know so we got elon musk uh having fun um well the best part is did you see he just uh subpoenaed dorsey for his for lawsuit. his side yeah and then there's a whistleblower for his that- side Oh, well, okay. he, he, subpoenaed he, he subpoenaed him. So it's right. not like Dorsey's not necessarily going out of goodwill. Well, they've been friendly, and Dorsey has said some positive things about Elon Musk taking over. Okay. And Dorsey is very much acting like he's a very reclusive, like, no, he's, strange he's, he's dude. No, he's a nut. I actually have a little bit of money in his other adventure, and I'm starting to worry about it because <laughs> he's back a back out. That guy's a nutter. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a guy's yeah. a nutter. Well, that's fun stuff. Anything else? What, do well, you got? So what, else, what else is on your mind? You got your new computer. Yeah. Uh, Don't get me so going. Put, put me back in my I got a cage. Question. Would you willingly? Okay. If if you were granted a big opportunity, would you willingly work at a place that you knew was a little bit nuts? <laughs> depends. Depends. So there, let's just say they're going to pay you well. Yeah. Let's just say there was there's on paper at least it looks like there's really big upside, but you knew that the boss was mercurial and you knew that come on you and your big words what's mercurial well mean? Uh, mercury in a in a thermometer is right, what goes up around. and down yeah, yeah right yeah. so you knew that the boss was like fire and ice like just one day he's just like oh we gotta do this and the next day he's like we don't, i don't, don't want to do that anymore aren't all <laughs> these places a little bit like that well a little bit yeah so wh- but you're talking about my places i'm talking about your places so someone calls you up it's at a successful real estate whatever uh investment company you want they want you to come and you're going to work in close contact with the guy you knew was up and down <laughs> jeez um well i okay so i always uh, i'm rosy i'm a rosy colored optimist right everything yeah. to me can get better and so yeah, in and, my and there was an obvious opportunity for you to improve the place yeah so for me i would you know i guess i would i would definitely look at the opportunity I, if i like the guy and going up and down is not that big a deal to me then eh, i don't know i mean if i didn't like the guy I think I'd have a harder time. Right. Okay. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that goes a long way. Have you ever had to work for someone that you came home from work and said, that guy's crazy? And no. I've always kind of been entrepreneurial work for myself. I've actually wondered about this a lot. You like, never looked in the mirror and said, I'm crazy. <laughs> the, guy <that> st- <laughs> the guy that started our, well, maybe, the guy that started our um, firm 
was kind of my mentor, right? And at one point, I don't know, maybe one, two years into uh, to it, he asked me if I would just run the whole office. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, at one point, he wanted to open an office in Florida and asked if I'd move there and, and run it. Oh, and that's interesting. It, and I literally, like, I, I didn't do it for one, one reason, and that is as much as I loved the guy, I knew what he would expect of me, and it was not something I wanted to give, which was in at 7.30, leave at 8.30. Right, and if you weren't working those kinds of hours, you weren't doing it for him. And he made her all your work very carefully, and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like micromanagement. I like the autonomy. So, so the, can I work for someone is probably a better question. <laughs> that is probably a better question. <laughs> and honestly, it's a question that I keep having to revisit for myself over and over and over. Like I say that I'm like easy, easily entreated and easy to, but I know, like when I worked for my brother, he actually sighed and said. <sighs> You're doing a great job. It's just more complicated than than I thought <laughs> to have me as his employee, right? And at the time, I'm like, yeah, man, it goes both ways is what I was thinking, right? But the truth is, like, I'm trying to be more honest about, like, where am I complicated and how am I hard? And the truth is, I if I work for somebody and they ask me to do something crazy, I, I really do, like, push back. And sometimes I just don't do it if it's if I feel like it's crazy. Um, well, so... It's funny that you say this. Is like um, I, I did work for a company in high in high school in college, where I was out. You know, I run a sales force and I had a lot of autonomy. And so they really they were, they were we we're all over the country. So the corporate didn't have a lot of control over us, right? So they I remember the owner explaining, or I saw it was like the senior vice president, right? Who we're still friends today. He's like, yeah, I kind of figured you out. I'm like, what's that? And he says, you're a patent. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, you're a George Patton. Like, yeah. You're probably the best one out there, but it, but you're going to step on a lot of toes. And I'm like, oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. Wait, is that a compliment? I don't know if that's a yeah. compliment. Did you ever see um, the movie? Uh, oh. Did you ever see the movie um, uh, Miracle? The ice skating uh, yeah, yeah. hockey movie? 19, yeah. yeah, which yeah. I remember as a kid. Do you remember that? Yeah, it's good. I no, 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 not the, the movie. Do you remember that hockey team winning? Uh, Actually, I don't remember the hockey team winning, but I remember watching the documentary short about it in a in a class and being like stoked about it. Which is interesting because we're the same age. My mom was just really into Olympics. Well, A, and B, remember we didn't get cable until after um, after the Olympics where we couldn't watch the closing ceremonies. And my mom was like, Forget this. We're getting cable. <laughs> oh, really? So we we sat there and like watched like static on our TV, and we lived like in a hilly area, so we literally got zero like garbage TV almost all the time <laughs> with the with the. So it was oil. after the Olympics when we got cable. So maybe we missed a great moment. I don't know. Dude, did you miss a great moment? Yes, yes, you did. Okay, so Herb Brooks was the the guy. Yeah, and he just looked at the whole thing so differently. And so what they were trying back in the in the day, you weren't allowed to have pros. So what they would do is they take the best college kids that were going pro, and they'd have this like in between time to to train and do the Olympics. It was like a internship kind of thing. And so you would get the best pro kids that were going pro, and you would bring them onto your team. And so Herb, like there's you know the USA Hockey Team uh, uh, Association or whatever it was, set up this week long system, blah blah blah, to get the best guys. And they all came out to to go, and you kind of all everybody kind of knew who was going to get on it. And he like day one, he he presents the cut list, and he's just 
has a totally different thing. It's none of the none of the high players, none of those guys. Right. And it was like he had this belief that he could make a team better than the, than the sum of the individuals. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the individual so the sum is of these kind of like Michael Jordan-esque type guys, right? Just weren't going to weren't going to do it. In order to beat the team they wanted to beat, which which were the Russians that completely dominated this, he had to build something different. So the answer to my boss back in in college when he said that and he says nah i really look at myself more like a herb brooks than i do a general Patton." so he oh he didn't really he, he and, uh, and google didn't exist so he had to go yeah, through the yeah, rest of his didn't. life going exactly Who, who's, herb who's brooks? Herb brooks? <laughs> i do look at myself as a herb brooks for sure do you yeah for sure i mean i look at things who's like, your team yeah who's your team well, like who do you play for who do you play for yeah, that's a great moment so william that's a great way to wrap up our earlier political co- question like if, if Mar-a-Lago was happening to Obama about confidential documents, would you want a different result than you want right now? I want to say no. I'm like, we look, hope, I'm no hope, Obama fan. I don't like not. Obama, but the, you, 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 but uh, it was his policies I didn't like, not him as a person, right? You, I mean, you like, want to believe that the answer would be no, and and, and your your point about Hillary is pretty solid. It's going to cause me to think, but uh, but Hillary wasn't president. And, it, and if it was now a, that is, but that's a legitimate part of that of argument. Of course, it's an employee versus the employer. Correct. <laughs> and Obama was the employer, and we don't arrest our former employers, but for like, I mean, I'd want to see a picture of Obama like shooting somebody in the head before we arrest Obama. Literally, Agreed. like Agreed. I want like we do not arrest our former presidents. We have a peaceful transfer of power. Agreed. Period. Like anyway. Yeah. All right, friends. This has been a brief. But exciting episode. We're going to have to go figure out the name of that of the other news anchors one of these days. <laughs> the fact that we don't know, I think, answers the question. Kind of answers the question, yeah. right? Yeah. Jake Tapper, as long as you're not That's in my name. face. Uh, anyway, this has been a brief but exciting episode of the Waystation Podcast, and I'm off to work. So this is your source for life hacks, social commentary, and amazing stories. I'm William. I'm Randy. Have a great day. <laughs>